0: Baltimore, Baltimore, what's Baltimore, Baltimore, Baltimore. Baltimore. expose our ugly, but I'm here to expose our beauty. I got us.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please?
0: The show starts in 10. Nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, go. Welcome to Unpacking the Box Podcast Season 5. Baltimore love. This is Linnea, your host, and thank you so much for tuning in. Guys, you are in store for something so great. I am repping my city where I was born and raised. Let's go. All right, tonight I'm here with author Albert Phillips Jr. Hello, King. How are you?
1: I'm wonderful,
0: good evening. It's good to connect with you. Yes, I'm so glad to have you on the show. I think you are amazing. I've been following your work. Um, I I just thought it was so amazing. Like when I found somebody, somebody always, always, people are always sharing stuff on Instagram, I'm always like looking for guests, like interesting people. And so someone shared your book, which I thought was just out of this world. Like I feel like it was so a necessity. Um, for the Black youth, so I had to talk to you.
1: I appreciate that.
0: Yes, of course. So before we get into the grit and the meat, where are you from for those who don't know?
1: Uh, Born and raised in in Baltimore, Maryland. Um, West side, east side. (laughs) We're both sides, I guess. Uh, But yeah, born and raised right here in Baltimore.
0: Baltimore, hey, love it. So, like, what was it like for you growing up in Baltimore?
1: um I mean I think my story mirrors a, a lot of my other young black men it was tough uh it's there's it's, it's a lot of vices out here that can easily shift your attention um you know being around poverty being around substance abuse um violence I mean all of those things exist in the community but one other thing that i would add is that um there's a lot of love in the community that i, I don't i don't think it's respected and and upheld enough. You know, a lot of people cared about me, whether it was teachers or my parents or or friends. Um, A lot of people helped me get to where I am today. So I would be, I would be foolish if I didn't mention it. Yes.
0: So. Before we get into your book, which is called Y'all Hiring the Black Teen Guide to Navigating Employment, which I think is so, so, so great. So, but before we get into that, tell me like what, what kind of struggles did you have to meet or where you met with as a black team when you were looking for like meaningful, meaningful work?
1: Um, I just, I didn't have a roadmap. And so I, I kind of just jumped out there. I knew I wanted to make some money just like, you know, most teens or just most people in general want to do. But I didn't know what approach to take. I didn't. I didn't know, um, you know, what type of conversation I should have with employers. I wasn't the best at networking, and so um, I struggled to to get my first job and and to, and to even to move on after that. You know, and, and I think sometimes you know, when young people think about jobs. They kind of see them as a, as like a separate. Like they're all separate from one another instead of a continuum. And so I wasn't even thinking about references and, you know, somebody to be able to voucher me and put in a good word for me if I go into the next job, you know. So I had certain positions that I just, I just quit. I just didn't come back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, I tried to in a book, um, you know, tell some of my story, lay out best, best practices and do it in a uh, culturally relevant way.
0: I love it because in the book you give like actionable things that people can actually, you know, do that will help them. For sure. Yeah. Yes. And so could you just you talk about your book just a little bit more so that, you know, people that don't know, you know, they will know and they'll purchase it cuz I actually have it in my cart. It's in my Amazon Hello. cart. I'm definitely getting this book. <laughs> I'm supporting you. I have Black Teens. And, you know, I can't wait to give them this book. And my son actually, I have an 18 year old, he's my oldest, and he actually just got accepted into like several colleges and he's actually looking for a job. So I'm like, let's get into this book. This is, a, you know, it's a, it's really a gem and I'm so glad that you wrote it because it, it's, it's needed.
1: Yeah, yeah, congrats to your son as well. Uh, yeah, Thank I can definitely you. talk more about the book. So a few different things went into the book. Um, one was my experience just working with teenagers um, through various nonprofits, uh, doing workforce development work, and even in the school system as a teacher and administrator, among other roles. Um, and I and I found that, you know, there were not a lot of culturally relevant workforce development materials, like things that really connected with our young people that really told our stories. Um, I found that a lot of things like, it it pretty much they pretty much frame it like hey if you just get a resume if you just know how to interview if you get some professional clothes like everything's gonna be fine and it's still a lot of barriers and and loopholes that you still have to navigate in order to um, not just to get a job but to thrive and to make the best out of a position Um, and so the book is also broken up into three different parts the first part is is more for teenagers who Maybe on their first job, or maybe have not had a job yet, um, and so it covers it covers uh, various topics uh, such as uh, creating an email address. Um, it talks about social media presence, um, understanding and challenging hiring okay. discrimination. Right, like I want you to be prepared for these things before you even face them. Um, and then it also talks about the application process and interview, some of the more standard things as well. The second part of the book really goes into like, you know, if you're on a job, how do you make the most out of it? How do you grow yourself professionally? How do you um, uh, grow your network? So it gets into some of those things, but it also talks about um, HR, like learning what HR is and and how you can use that to your advantage, understand the evaluation process. So regardless of wherever you work, you know, you're going to have to be evaluated in some kind of way, whether it's formally or informally. So it talks about that. It goes to a number of other topics um, that are good for folks on the job. And then lastly, the last part of the book is about transitioning from one job to the next. So how how do you set up that process? How do you uh, stay in communication with people who you might have built built great relationships with? Um, And it talks about my story of of not just quitting your job, um, not just quitting without putting in a proper notice and, and not leaving properly. Mm-hmm. Those are the parts of the book. I kept it concise. The book is under a hundred pages, intentionally. Um, it could have easily been three, four, five hundred pages. It's so much to write about when it comes to employment. But I tried to keep it concise, and I was very strategic even with the with the book cover, um, working with the designer mm-hmm. to be able to lay that out and, and and make something that was impressionable amongst teams.
0: Yes, I love the cover. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna definitely post about it. And I think what I'm gonna do is also like a giveaway because it's so dope. And I think it, you know, people really need to know more people need to know about it. Like it's amazing. And um, cause you, you know, you're really showing them the ends of the system. Cause once you learn how the system works then you can kind of better, you know assess what you need to be doing. And then that helps you, you know, to get jobs. So that, that's why I love it. Cause you're teaching them how it works on the inside, you know, and so that's great. But let me tell you, I, I, I'm one of those people like, you know, with the whole two-week notice thing, you know, because sometimes jobs can take you there, right? They can take yeah. you to that point where you want to just walk off and be like, you know what? I, I, I'm i done. I'm out. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah, and it depends on, you know, <laughs> listen, certain circumstances, right? You, you might have to leave before, before two weeks. I don't know. Things <laughs> might be that volatile. You got to take right personal health into consideration, but- Um, I want people to be knowledgeable uh, before they make the action like think about the pros and cons of it right there's there's not necessarily always a right and a wrong way to do everything because you know different people have different circumstances different experiences Mm -hmm. different employers but you at least want to consider if I walk out of here today and I don't come back am I I ready to deal with whatever the consequences of that is whether it's positive or negative so that's what I try to present
0: Yes, I love that. I love that. So let's get into this this, this Black excellence because I, I saw the picture that you posted today on Instagram with all these degrees. I mean, you got like a lot of degrees. Tell the people, you know, about yeah. these degrees.
1: Yeah, you know, um, I, I got to give thanks to my father. Uh, he set the foundation for, for all of that. He made me want to go to Morgan State University. He made me want to um, just go to college in general. I, I really remember sitting in my... Um, I think it was my African diaspora class at Morgan. And in this same room was the same class that I sat with my dad when he was taking classes at Morgan. And so it just all came around full circle. But as far as my educational journey, um, after high school, I I, I went to community college. Uh, I was going to go to Morehouse. Um, I got accepted, but they weren't offering enough financial aid. And I also was going down there for the wrong reasons. I was my girlfriend at the time, went to Clark Atlanta. And so I was really just going to follow her. But mm-hmm. uh, I'm glad I didn't do that. <laughs> so I went to uh, BCCC, uh, Baltimore City Community College, for, um, for um, to get my associate's degree, which allowed me to also study abroad. I went to Italy for three weeks. Um, everything's paid for. It was, a, it was a wonderful experience from there. Um, I transferred to Morgan State University where I studied print journalism um, where I was heavy into you know, magazine writing, newspapers, various other publications. Um, and so I went there and then after that I took a few years off. I worked um, you know, different places for three years, uh, mostly in, like youth development sort of jobs. And then I went back to school in 2016 and I went to uh, Johns Hopkins and got a master's in education
0: that is inspiring yes to all of that that's amazing yes so what do you love about baltimore
1: i love everything Well, oh, i wouldn't say everything i love um i love it's a very unique culture i think you know we people try to leave baltimore like a in the DMV, but we're not feeling that. <laughs> um, I don't necessarily eat uh, chicken boxes anymore, but I love that we have our own like staple foods. We're known for seafood. Um, I love, you know, the Ravens. You know, they, they give a lot of people a lot of hope and entertainment. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: One of the uh, things that I mentioned earlier, uh, well, two things. One, I love the young people. And I say that for a variety of reasons. One, that I've been working for young people for so long that I've just grown a deep appreciation for them. But two, like they keep it a hundred, they keep it real all the time. So either they like it or they don't. And um, I just I just appreciate that authenticity. Um, but um, piggybacking off of something I said earlier, I, I love um, the people that I'm around, like my mentors. There's a lot of people who I look up to. Who kind of passed a baton to me, whether it was a teacher, or it was a coach, or you know, uh, people in the community, different activists. Um, I, I love all of that. And, and Baltimore is deeply black. You know, it's it's it's, it's beautiful. Um, even our mayor with the afro, like I, I love that. Mm-hmm. I, I got a lot of love for the city.
0: Yes, I love that. And everybody that I spoke to so far during this season. Um, you know, are are from Baltimore or lived in Baltimore, some kind of connection to Baltimore. And they all, mostly all of them, you know, say that they love the people. And that's, you know, I agree. Like the people are so amazing, which is why I'm here and why I'm doing this. Because, you know, you know, everyone talks so negatively about Baltimore and stuff like that. But the people are so amazing. Like people just don't understand. The people are great. It's not what it appears to be at all. And it's some of the most nicest people in the world, I think, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, a lot of it is about how you treat other people. You know, for the most part, you'll get caught up in, in some of the drama and some of the violence. if That's the energy that you bring in, for the most part, not all the time. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, if, if you try your best to treat people with love and respect, you know, uh, 9 out of 10, you'll get that back.
0: Yeah, for sure. So, like, what are your, I know you said you don't eat chicken boxes anymore. Like, what, what's your favorite food spots in Baltimore?
1: Oh, man. Um, I love um, Flight, um, Flight American Fusion over on Up York Road. Um, they got these banging sandwiches called Mojo's. Um, I can usually get the salmon joints and some fries with it. They're real good. Um, mm-hmm. But I like different types of food. I like Ethiopian food, so I will go to Dukeham. Um, on maryland avenue i'll go and get some vegan and vegetarian food over at Linda kush i will get a fish from Tara cafe on 25th street so um i'm kind of all over the city um, with the food scene
0: okay all right so you got a diverse palette i love it okay <laughs> my <good> yes. Food. <laughs> <laughs> i know that's right i'm a foodie too like i love food oh my god so what do you like to do for fun? Like when you're not writing, teaching, you know, all the stuff that you're doing as far as being busy, like, what do you like to do to unwind?
1: I love movies. Uh, I actually just, just, just this weekend, I was watching um, Judas and the Black Messiah, a new movie about Fran Hatton, And I watched yes. the new, um, what's the, uh, the Denzel movie, The Little Things, which I'm still kind of confused about. Um, yeah, I watched <laughs> that movie. Um, So, yeah, I love movies. I love spending time outside. I know COVID got everything crazy, but even just going to the park, you know what I mean? Going around, just listening to water, you know, flow over the rocks. I like stuff like that. Um, I like reading books. I remember between like, three books right now. At some point in life, I'll actually finish them. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I, I like those type of things. Spending time with family and friends as well.
0: Yes. First of all, Judas and the Black Messiah. I watched that twice this weekend with my son. Like, can we just talk about how great this movie was? First of all, I love Daniel. I think you say his name, Daniel Kaluuya and Lakeith Stanfield. I I hope I'm not chopping their names up, but I love both of them. First of all, that was an amazing movie. It it made me like research Fred Hampton and the story even more because I was just even more interested because, you know, a lot of times the movies don't include Every the whole entire story Um, so but like I loved it what did you think about it?
1: I really enjoyed it I think it put a light on uh, how the US government just really not tried but they neutralized a lot of black leaders Um, and it was all it was all like documented you know what I mean and and it's still you know it's still happening people still are are in fear I think uh, rising up in that way because, you know, they might fear the backlash from, you know, whether it's the CIA or FBI or whatever. Um, so I'm glad that it put a light on it. I, I was familiar with Frank Hampton, um, but I think that the visual depiction is always powerful. It's a teaching tool. It's something that, you know, you can watch with your friends and your family and, and use it as a tool to teach your children um, and, to, and to do what you said, like do your own research, do, do further research, because a lot was left out of the movie. I mean, even from watching the movies, some stuff that I learned that I didn't know. So it was it was a great film and I, um, I look forward to to uh, to more to more films, especially with the um, main actor, uh, Daniel, like he, he's been killing it every movie that he's in.
0: Oh, my God. Yes. Like he kills every role. Like, I don't care what he's in. Like, he's great he's great but um yeah i i'm one of those people like i watch those movies and i just be i want more like i want to learn more and i want to do more research um and i love how they expose the good that the black panther black panther i can't talk today the black panther party you know did for people as well because a lot of times in the movies they try to you know they you only see one side of it they don't expose the great and the good that they were doing so i love that part about the movie too
1: yeah, the, uh, the, the free the free food program was huge. Um, even yeah. when, they, when they were trying to set up the, uh, the clinic, like those are parts of the Black Panthers that people don't talk about. They talk about them, you know, with the guns, which is really for self-defense because they came into existence due to police brutality. They didn't, they didn't just walk around with guns just to like, you know, walk around with guns. They was really trying to protect people. Right. Um, but as far as the, the free food program, that became huge because, you know, that became a national thing as a result, of the Panthers, right? And I feel like it's not really talked about enough, so I'm glad
0: that they put that in the movie. Yes, me too. And I was telling my son, I'm like, see? Because he was thinking the same thing, like, because we had watched a couple of other movies, and again, like you said, they just show them with the guns and the violence, but they don't show the other side, which is so important, you know, for us all to see. Um, But yes, yes, I've been waiting to talk to somebody about this movie, because I'm like, who else watched (laughs) this movie? (laughs) Cause it was so amazing um yes so first of all this is my favorite part of the show that i'm about to get to it's called unpack your box it's where um uh one of my guests well every guest gets one minute to say whatever they want whatever compels you you can say whatever you want
1: um i'll i'll say that uh hopefully this is inspirational to folks but um 2021 um, it's the year to go up. It's the year to really lock in on what, you, what you're trying to work on, what you're trying to achieve. Um, I honestly believe that if, if you're not living for a purpose, if you're, if you're not living for something greater than yourself, then I don't even know if you're really living. Um, and so I, want really, I really want people to get out of the mindset of just existing, just being around, just sucking up air, but to really put that time and that focus into your craft and support other people along the way. Um, so that's what I hope people do this year. I hope that um, we have more people organized, less violence, especially in the city, um, more young people being supported, uh, less political BS, and let's, let's really level up this year, for sure.
0: Yes, get into it. All right. So I want to thank you so much for taking time out to talk to me. I appreciate you. You are inspiring. Keep up the great work. Um, I'm definitely grabbing a couple of your books and I can't wait.
1: Thank you so much for this opportunity. I appreciate uh, always connecting with people, learning about, um, you know, different shows, different podcasts. And I love what you're doing. So I appreciate it.
0: Oh, thank you so much. Now, before you leave, though, let the people know, you know, where they can follow you, keep up with you, websites, where they can purchase your book, all that good stuff.
1: Absolutely. I try to make it as simple as possible. Go to yallhiring.com. Yallhiring.com. You can grab the book. You can learn more about me. You can read my bio. You can watch it with the videos, see other interviews. Go to yallhiring.com. Uh, books are also available other places where books are sold. I know some people are like that. Yeah, I only get my book from this place, and that's fine. Uh, wherever that place is, my book is probably there. But the book is called Y'all Hiring, the Black Teen's Guide to Navigating Employment. Uh, you can also follow me on Instagram at the ambitious black guy. If you're not interested in learning about me, which you just like, I really just want to learn about the book. You can follow the uh, Instagram for the book at Y'all Hiring Book. Instagram. Let's stay connected. Hit me in a DM if you got the book. Take a picture, tag me in it. Let's
0: let's get it. Yes. Make sure you guys support this king. He's amazing. He's inspiring. And, you know, he's doing something great for our community, and we need it. Um, So definitely check him out. All right. Thank you so much. We are out. Thank you. Hold up. Before you leave, subscribe to your girls' podcast on your favorite podcast platform. And also keep up with me on Instagram at unpacking underscore, the, underscore, box, underscore, podcast. You can also keep up with your girl on Clubhouse. I host rooms. I pop in and out of rooms, you know, connect with your girl. My name on there is Queen Wolf, and that's with two Fs like Frank. And you can also email me if you want to collab, you want to work with me, you have a business opportunity, like, let's work. If you know me, you know I'm about getting that work done, collabing, you know, let's uplift each other. Let's support each other. You can email me directly at unpackingtheboxpodcast at gmail.com. And if you need help with uh, your uh, creative side, you know where to reach me at Queen Wolf LLC. My website is QueenWolf, that's two F's uh, like Frank, dot com. You know, but um, if you follow me on Instagram, you can hit the link in my bio. It will take you every where that I am. All right, y'all. Be well.